0: Alrighty, we're on 13a, Yod Gimel Amad Aleph in Chagiga, and um, interestingly enough, apropos to this past week, um, which was Tisha B'Av, the ninth day of Av, the day that we commemorate or mourn the destructions of the Holy Temple in Jerusalem, both of them, um, this, today's amud, today's page of the Gemara, um, starts off with a very relevant um, discussion. Tanya, we learned in Nebraisa, um, so we well, it almost starts off with that. We're, we're right before that. I'm sorry. Um, we're at uh, the, the, the very beginning of 13a. Um, it's the first line, the couple of three words before the end of the line. The Rav Acha Bar Yaakov. V'omar Acha bar, bar Yaakov, said... Sorry, one sec. V'omar of Acha Bar Yaakov, Bar Yaakov said... There's one more heaven which is above the heads of the Chayos, which were our type of angels. It says there was a likeness um, on top of the Chayos, a heaven, like the color of the awesome ice. So we see that there's a heaven above the angels, the Chayos type of angels. It's up till you get to this point of the heavens that you're allowed to speak about. But you can't go any further. So is it written in the book of Ben Sira, ben Sira is what we refer to as an apocryphal work. Um, it's uh, one of the works that um, was written during the, the during, after the, probably around after the destruction of the Second Temple. Um, but, um, and and it's a work that his, uh, historically we take a look at, it doesn't have religious meaning, but it certainly has historic meaning too in um, in Jewish scholarship, in traditional Jewish scholarship, um, and is the work called Ben Sirah. And what does it say there? It says in Ben Sira, It says, Into that which is removed from you, do not inquire. From something that is hidden from you or covered from you, do not investigate. That which you are allowed to, that you can contemplate. But you are not allowed to delve into the secrets. Um okay so now we're going to talk about now is the passage that is more that was um very relevant to Tisha B'Av. um Tanya we learned in Abrisah said Hashiva so what reply did Hashem or did the voice the 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 heavenly voice respond to the Rasha, to the wicked man. The wicked man refers to Nebuchadnezzar, the Babylonian ruler, who destroyed the first temple. Um, <speaking in Hebrew> when Nebuchadnezzar said, I will ascend over the tops of the clouds, I will liken myself to the Most High, extremely arrogant words, Yatsu <speaking> the <in Hebrew> a heavenly voice, came out and told him, Rasha ben Rasha a wicked you know speaking Jirokit you're a wicked person the son of a wicked person ben shall Nimrod Harasha the offspring of Nimrod the wicked person kolha who caused the entire world to rebel against God during um during his reign And so that was the introduction to how Hashem responded to to Nebuchadnezzar. And then he went on and said as follows, How many years does a person have? 70 years. As the verse says, The days of our years are 70. This is a verse from Psalms. Um, The days of our years are 70 years. And if we're stronger, then maybe it's 80 years so here you're a human being you may, you may live 80 years. now take a look at the journey from um, the from the earth until the rakia, until the first heaven that itself is a 500 year journey and the heaven itself to go from one end to the other would be a 500-year journey. And so is the journey between each of the heavens. And above them are the holy chayos, those types of angels that we described. And the feet of the chayos themselves are equivalent to all of the above journeys that we just mentioned. And the ankles of these angels, the distance are is, um, is as... Um, distant as all of these journeys combine, the thighs, just to go through the thighs of these angels, it's the, 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 the distance is as great as all the journeys we mentioned, the middle part of the legs of the chayas are equivalent to all of them, the upper parts of the, the, the legs of the chayas, so the, the thighs of the chayas are equivalent to all of them, Guf um, haChayos, the torsos of the Chayos, are equivalent to all of the journeys. Tavari the necks of the Chayos, are equivalent to all the journeys. Rasha the head of the Chayos, are equivalent to all the journeys. the horns of the Chayos, are equivalent to all of these journeys together. And above all of this. 500 times 5 plus 500 plus 500 go on and go on and go on on top of all of this is the Is the, is the throne of glory god's throne of glory Ragle like the feet itself of the throne Are equivalent to all of the journeys we mentioned so far And then the throne of glory itself is just to go across the entirety is equivalent to all of the combined journeys We mentioned so far and then melech in god um, rests on that throne. And you think you're gonna say, "You think you can say, I'm gonna ascend over the tops of the clouds, and I'll be like the Most High?" Only to the Shaol, only to the underworld, will you be lowered to the bottom of the pit. That was Hashem's response. Um, just by the way, when we talk about Nevochnezer being the offspring of Nimrod. Nimrod was a um, was a uh, king um, who was during the times of Avraham. Um, I'm sorry, he was um, he was um, during the times of Avraham, but what he was known for is it was he that um, counseled the generation of the tower of Babel to rebel against God. So that's what that reference was too, of Nimrod saying, um, you know, of of being the great grandson, the offspring of Nimrod, whose counsel caused the rebellion against the entire again, the entire world to rebel against God. Okay, now we're going to go on to and start analyzing the next part of our Mishnah. Below you're not allowed. We said in the Mishnah um, earlier on that you're not allowed to analyze or discuss. The maise this the 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 chariot, the Parsha of the chariot, bi um, yachid. You're not even allowed to do that in a class of one. And then what the Mishnah said is, unless that student was a scholar who could arrive at an understanding of these issues on his own. So now we're going to talk more about that. Tana Rebbechiah, Rebbechiah taught. However, you are allowed to give him the overall synopsis, like the the beginning of each, you know, the the synopsis or the Chapter headings is a good way to describe it that you would be allowed to do, um, and uh, and um, e- even uh, even if they, they don't qualify for the entire for a, a discussion on uh, that analyzes the entirety of the story. No, you're only allowed to even even the Chapter headings. You're only allowed to give to somebody that is the head of the bais the head of the rabbinical court. And to anyone whose heart is is nervous within them, right? They are they're 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 always nervous. They're not going to go further than they than they are allowed to. and some say that even when we said some say that really this was the tradition is that even somebody that is the head of a rabbinical court, even somebody like that also needs to be somebody that has a certain nervousness about them so they don't end up being frivolous. Okay, Rabbi Ami says, You're not allowed to transmit the secrets of the Torah, which um, we say, which we understand refers to Rashi, tells us is a reference to the Maise Kaaba, the story of the chariot or the vision of the chariot, the creation of the world, um, and a couple of other things. So you're only allowed to transmit these secrets of the Torah if the person that you are transmitting to has the following five attributes. Sar, chamishim. they have to be the captain of 50. Nesofanim, they have to be a respected person. Viyoetz, they have to be somebody that's an advisor. Vachacham, Chirashim, somebody that is the, basically the, the, the teacher of those that are wise, somebody that can comprehend the secrets. He uh, says, We're not allowed to teach words of Torah to somebody that is an idolater, somebody that worships idols. As the verse says, So we said that, so the beginning of this verse, which is in Psalms, is Hashem relates Hashem's word to Jacob. God's statutes and laws to Israel, but Hashem did not do so for any other nation. Such laws, they shall not know them. So we see from that verse that idolaters are not supposed to know the Torah. We're not supposed to teach it to them. Um, This isn't so simple what exactly this is a reference to. Um, So, uh, but this is, it's, it's it's a separate discussion. Um, Amr Lebi Yochanan, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yochanan told Rabbi Lazar, "Ta Agmarach b'Maisa Hamerkava. Come, I'm going to teach you the Maisa Hamerkava, the story, the vision of the chariot, um, the most esoteric part of the Torah." Amr Lebi Lazar said to Rabbi Yochanan, "Lo Kasha, I'm not old enough, Ki Kash." But then Rabbi Lazar was old enough. Nach Nafsheh, Rabbi Yochanan, the person that had offered to teach him, Rabbi Yochanan already passed away. Umar Lebi Asi, Sir so Rabbi Asi said to Rabbi Lazar, Tava Agmarak, Mai Merkava. come and I'm going to teach you the Mysaham R the vision of the chariot. Umar Laibr-Lazar said to him, "Izachai, if I would have marited, if I would have married, Gemir tell me Rabbi Yochan Rabbach, I would have learned from Rabbi Yochran, who is your teacher as well. But but what I'm understanding is, is that now that Rabbi Yochanan died, when I was uh, at, the, at the age that I actually would have been ready, it's almost like a, it was almost like a hint to me, I'm going to see it as if I should not be studying the Maise HaMerkava, the vision of the chariot. Rabbi Yosef was very fluent in the Maise HaMerkava. The elders of Pumpadisa, they learned the story of creation, but really learned it. Amrulay and the elders of Pumpadisa said to Rav Yosef, Ligmar mar Maesam Akava. Can you please teach us the Maesam Akava? Amrluhu, he said to them, Agmarunli Maesavashis, you should teach me the story of creation. Basar da Agmarun Amrulay. So after they finished teaching him, the Maesavashis, the story of creation. Uh, um, they said to him, "You need to teach us now the Ma'aseh Hamerkava, the vision of the chariot." Amr Luhur Yosef said to them, "No, we have learned in a regarding this. Honey and milk are under your tongue. Things that are sweeter than honey and milk, Yehu kha should remain under your tongue. So Hamar Hamerkava, the story of the chariot, is so is so sweet." something that's so so ecstatic that um i i learned from these verses that um that i need to keep it under my tongue so i'm not going to teach it to you um Rabbi said that um we actually learn um that you're not supposed to teach this from a different verse and this is a verse from uh, Mishlei, from proverbs so the verse says kivasim lelubushecha. Kivasim is literally translated as lambs. Um, so kivasim lelubushecha means let the lambs be your clothing. But now we're going to expound this verse and see the word of Keves looking at it as if it says kiv kivesh or kivushan or kivshono, which is a mystery. And what it's saying is thevarim shehen kivshono shon, things that are the secrets of the universe. Yehuyu tachas shecha should remain underneath your clothes. You should not just go around teaching it. Omru so now, the elders of Pompadissa said to Yosef, Tanina buhu ad veyomer elai ben Adam. So, okay, you don't want to teach us the entire Ma'asem Rekava. We understand that. But at least teach us and tell one of the earlier verses, and um, um, the one of the earlier verses that says, the verse that says, Then he said to me, Son of man, stand on your feet. Omru leh, said back to them, that's not that. No, because once you've learned that, hey, hey, my summer those verses are actually the very essence of my summer So so that wouldn't work because I'm trying to not teach you my summer And even though this wouldn't have been the entire story, once you learn those two, once you learn through those two verses, you've learned the very the essence of the my summer cover. May space. And so now they asked on this. They challenged this. Because there's a b'risa that talks about what is considered the essence of Misa hamarkava, The story or the vision of the chariots in the book of Yecheskel, in the book of Ezekiel. Rabbi Yomer, Rabbi says, It's until the last time it says the word va'era and I saw, which is the second to last verse of that chapter. Um... Rabbi Yitzchak says, no, that's not true, it's Ad HaChashmal, it's it's, it's until the um, the word that says Chashmal, so what do we see from there? They're saying that that is the, um, that's where Maise Kava is up to, but this would mean then that... Most of the last two verses are not part of my or which would seem to disagree with Rabbiosi, who said, once you've learned those first two verses, you basically have learned the entire thing. Um, so, how would Yosef respond? So, he'd respond as follows Adva Era Magmarinon. Until the verse that says, and I saw, you can teach. But from then on, you're only allowed to teach the chapter headings. So um, that's what we're going to, that's, that's how we reconcile Rav Yosef. Iqa the army and some say as follows. Um, when the, how do we understand the b'raisa? So until you get to the word va'ira and isa, or according to Rabbi Yitzchak, until you get to the word chashmal, then you teach chapter headings from then on if the student's a scholar who can come at the understanding of everything on his own yes then you can continue teaching but if not you are not allowed to um okay Um, now are we even allowed to expound the word at all but wasn't there one time that young person who expounded the word Hashmau, and a fire came out and consumed him. So he answered shiny know. young person is different because he's not old enough yet to have really understood, to have really to have been able to learn these very esoteric things. And he went he went beyond He went He went into territory that was not for him. Amrav Yudravuda says, Baram Zakhur Oso Um now in truth, so now we're going to talk about, so we see that the book of Yehudah is extremely powerful and extremely potent, and it can actually be dangerous. So now Yehuda is going to talk about what made it that anyone could learn Yehudah in general. Why would we have not just banned this book if we saw the its, its dangerous power? So now Baram Soha In truth, this person should be remembered favorably. The his name is Khananya bin Cheskiah. El Molayhu, because if not for him, Nigna the book of Yacheskal would have been hidden. Because its words would seemingly, on the surface, seem to contradict the words of the Torah. So how did what did Khananya bin Cheskiah do to to make sure that that was that that it wouldn't be hidden they put him they brought him up 300 barrels of oil to give him sustenance and he sat in an upper changer and he expounded the verses of ysco so that they would not no longer contradict he reconciled them with the words of the Torah Tana Rabbanon, the rabbis taught. There was once a young person, who was reading in school the, um, from the book of Yehoshua. And he was thinking about the word "chashmal." The fire emerged from um, chashmal and burnt him. So obviously, chashmal is some sort of level of the heavens. So something or something along those lines, some heavenly thing. And it burned him. When they saw that power, they wanted to hide the book of Yecheskel so that no one would suffer again. said "If this child was an extremely wise person, are they all these extremely brilliant people?" So basically, what's what's being said here is that is that this kid was obviously extremely brilliant and was able to touch the surface as to what chashmal was and the 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 power overcame him um but for other kids they wouldn't be able to even get close enough to understanding it so they wouldn't have that profound impact a fire wouldn't come out from chashmal and then for an adult they're on a different maturity level they could handle they could handle that understanding so that's the end for today obviously everything we spoke about today was extremely esoteric but again um, just learning the language of this Jewish mysticism, learning the language of this hidden part of the Torah itself is a very, is a very important thing, even though we only understand it on a very superficial level. So we'll stop here. Um, have a, uh, have a great night.